when you move with a purpose, everything else around you just slows down. And I tell my team, you guys, you better get right before you get left. You got, you have to, you have to throw on your, your do not disturb for some people. Time is the most expensive thing that we own. And seven years ago, I wasted my time a lot. Now I don't, I don't go into meetings unless it's going to benefit me or my company or the partner that I'm working with. I need to tell myself how good I am because the world constantly tells us we're pieces of crap. Empower You podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners, fans, subscribers, and friends. We talk about a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, societal, and cultural perspective. We believe that in tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. So subscribe to our channel, rate, review, and let us empower you. What's up, friends? If you're anything like me, you realize that eating healthy meals supercharges your productivity and gives you a clear mind so that you can solve more problems at work or in your business. Smile More Meal Prep Service lets you choose from a variety of healthy food options that will fit your dietary needs while putting a smile on your face so you can stop stressing about eating healthy throughout the week and buying lunches because Smile More Meal Prep has got your back. And if you use the promo code EMPOWER, you'll receive 15% off your order so click the link in the show notes order your healthy delicious meals relax and smile more welcome 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 to empower you podcast my name is Kidboy cooper and i am your host i'm really really excited thankful that you're here and um i cannot wait to get into uh this topic um so as you know if you're new to empower you podcast um i want to say this is our 90 Ooh, like maybe 93rd, 92nd interview. And um, the series that we're working on right now is all about men. We're talking about men's issues, men's challenges um, in regards to self-development, in regards to uh, breaking past, um, you know, emotional, mental barriers uh, in order to uh, reach a level of awareness, a level of comfort within yourself um, in order to occupy your highest calling your highest purpose right and we have to unpack some of our old baggage um, and and release it so that we can make space for a new version of ourselves um, that is uh, way better than the old one and so that's what we're talking about okay so if you have not uh, uh, been a listener or follower from the power you podcast go back a couple episodes and start listening to this series it's absolutely incredible Today, we're going to be talking about ego and high performance, okay? Ego and high performance. The whole idea is to really unpack this whole idea of being a high-performing male, a high-value man. I think that was a buzzword for a while there. Uh, But what that really means, and not just from a social media perspective, but as a person who is a high performer, as a person who, uh, as a man who is... Um, reaching uh, new heights in their industry, what does that 
actually look like and how do you actually possess that amount of of drive and ambition uh, without self-destructing and becoming somebody who you're not. And so I have an incredible guest with me today. He is absolutely incredible. Um, and he's actually been on uh, Empower You Podcast before. Uh, so he is a friend of Empower You Podcast. And you probably heard the sponsorship from uh, our this incredible individual uh, before you heard me speaking. Um, so today we're going to be speaking with the founder and CEO of Smile More Meal Prep and catering services, uh, Terrell Lynn. Terrell is a social media influencer. He's a multi six figure uh, earner with his company. He is creating a massive impact in the world of food prep and catering here in Northeast Indiana. And he is a terrific human being. I'm so excited to have him here as well as to have him as one of the sponsors for the show. Uh, we absolutely appreciate our sponsors and they help us uh, help me and my team um, create the content that you are viewing now. And uh, we couldn't do it without you. So um, let me bring him on up to the screen. Terrell, what to do, man? How are you? Give way, man. Thank you, bro. You, I appreciate your energy and being able to have this conversation with you. I'm, I'm excited that things are going well, man, for you. Like, like truly, uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Man. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. One for the work that you're doing in the community and for what you're doing with your business. It's truly inspiring. And then also thank you for, um, just participating in empower you podcast as a sponsor or your business as a sponsor it means a lot to us as we continue to build and, and bootstrap and everything and all the all of those things mean a lot and so um, it's amazing and it's a great privilege to be able to uh, to share your 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 company with all of my listeners and my community um, as well as to encourage people to enjoy the incredible food that you provide the area uh with your company so thank you man i'm really excited to jump into this topic bro yeah man anytime man let's get it so our topic is ego and high performance but before we jump into those two things i just kind of want to know or i want you to share a little bit about yourself right um tell us about terrell and smile more meal prep really quick okay so just a quick elevator uh speech i'm a I'm a fun-loving dude who loves to cook. Been cooking since the age of nine, and I decided that I wanted to turn it into a business. Uh, I, my weight has been fluctuating for years, and and we decided to make a create a company that can one um, impact others and create really good meals to go on someone's table, and two um, that could get me out of a job cycle that I was going through, and and be able to build the company that I want to build and, and give back to the community that kind of made me who I am today. Uh, so I'm a fun-loving kid. Like I call myself a kid because I feel like I'll never grow up sometimes. <laughs> and I just I just like giving. I feel like before you die, you have to you have to give more than you take from the world. Um, and you know whether you believe in an, an afterlife, Allah, Buddha, God, whatever that may be. Um, I think kindness and love are the two things that were that were uh, spoken about spoken about the most in our lives. And you know, whether you grew up in the church, even in the Bible, you know, so it's one of those things where you know it's not a not a part of my life as much now, the Bible. But I live by those principles of of giving more than I take and being able to to love on others and 
you know, doing that through through food has been has been awesome. That's incredible, man. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, yeah, giving more than you take—that's a really novel concept, especially you know in today's society where everything is about how much you can get, everything is about how much you can take, and so uh, it's great to see that. Um, you know, you you aspire to do something different than that. So uh, that's amazing, and thank you for that. I want to jump into this first question uh, because I think it is. I think it's a difficult question, but uh, I invite you to take your time with it just a little bit. Um, my first question is, tell me about um, who you were seven years ago and who you are today. Uh, basically, the seven years ago, it is a difficult question. And when I when I read the question, I was like, oh, man, seven years ago, I was like, I was thinking about what that looked like. Um, I was actually starting a job so I was working at I was I was working at a place where I wasn't comfortable I, I didn't like where I was at in life um, I, I didn't know how to speak up for myself I was still this kind fun loving dude um, got taken advantage of quite a quite a lot like seven years ago but um, honestly if I were to tell you that nothing much has changed in the past seven years I mean that would be the easy answer, but growth has happened in the last seven years. So seven years ago, I, I didn't really understand what my purpose was in life. I, I didn't know who I was supposed to be around, who was supposed to be in my life. Um, I was recovering from addiction, so I was definitely just um, a loner. I was a loner, like, and I've been, most of my life I've been a loner. I'm a, I'm a, I like, I, I tell people that I'm, I'm. I can be extrovert, but the, the the every year that goes by, I realize that like I like being by myself. <laughs> I like having my time, and you know I could go two weeks without being around people and and be perfectly fine. Uh, but throughout that seven year journey, there's been um, an appreciation of who I am as an individual and a celebration of who I am as an individual. And there is a there is a a lot this seven seven. Seven years ago, I wish I could look back seven years and, and tell that person, like, you know, through the tears, the anger, the no love in his life, like, hey, man, like, things are going to get a lot better. Like, you're, you're going to smash some stuff out of the damn park. Like, hey, if you just go on the path you're going, it's going to pay off. Um, and that path was a kid who, no matter what, like, I, I never feel as though I'm better than anyone, but I knew there was more to life than what I was doing at that time. And I knew there was, you know, there was something more for me out there and, and this couldn't be it. And seven years later, I'm looking back and, you know, I saw your question, I'm like seven years. I'm like, man, like I was right to believe in me. Mm. Nobody else was around. Like I believed in me. And when others would tell you, you know, well, you got to lean on others. Yeah, true. But it's what I've told you before, Kid Boy. Like, no one can believe in you more than you. And if they do, then it's over. No one can want things more than you because if they do, then it's over. And I kept telling myself, you know, coming from being a poor kid on the south side of town, living in the small town I was living in at the time, you know, this one, this little studio, uh, one bedroom place, like, just keep believing in yourself. All the stuff you're going to want to do later in life, you're going to be able to do. 
You're going to still be able to play video games, talk with friends. And, you know, now it's limited on a lot of those things, which rarely, like I haven't touched a video game in, in months, but that's part of the grind. But I, there's anything like seven years ago to the day, it's, it's believing in myself and knowing that believing in myself back then paid off till, till now, um, continues to, to pay off because at the end of the day, if I stake all of my stock into other people, other people can leave. You know, and when all those people walk out of your door, whether they're there for the rest of your life or they're there for a period of time, which we have more people in our lives that are there for a period of time than we do that are going to be there the rest of our lives. And when we think about that, people are like, well, no, I have my close friends. I'm, like, I'm talking about when you go to work, the, the casual people that you see every now and then, you know, if you go to your favorite bar, they know you, but they don't really know. you. And so I was like, I kind of believe in me. That's uh, that's incredible, bro. You said nobody can believe in you um, more than you believe in yourself and another thing that you said that i thought was so powerful was that if you could look back seven years ago you would say i was right for believing in me even when it didn't look like things were gonna pan out even when all the chips were down even when it didn't seem like things were going my way i was right to believe in me because it worked out um, and I think that's that's a really good perspective, especially for men right now, because I think for many of us, we are constantly being measured. And I think, you know, this happens in society, but I think for men, because it's we don't have specific roles we're supposed to play. Right. So there's a um, there is a collective set of roles that I think women can play sometimes right and they can aspire to be things um, and they're left alone for that whether it's to be a wife or to have children or to be a great you know mom whatever it is there are certain things that and I'm not diminishing those things but men don't have safety in that way I can't say I just want to be a husband that doesn't that doesn't you don't get the same credit for that you know i can't say i just want to um have kids like you're not gonna get any cred for just wanting to have kids as a man that's just not that's not a a, a purpose that you'll really get any type of validation or 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 deep sense of purpose from i'm not saying you won't get purpose from that but just that as a as a purpose i don't think fully um fully satisfies uh your desires as a man right um and so during those times of transition when you're trying to build when you are changing and transitioning from one state of life to the other things get really bleak and the whole time you're watching all these people, whether it's on social media or on TV, you know, you have all these, you have these polar opposites and they don't really talk much about what's in between. You're either this amazing, whoever, whoever, and you've got all the women or all the money and you're so stable and so morally, whatever, whatever, or you're this total loser and you're, you know, an, an addict and all this other kind of stuff that they say about you. Um, but a lot of times you'll find yourself in the middle and so when you said I was right to believe in me, that just really resonated with me. 
And um, I think that's really, really powerful. What do you think one of the, the most obvious differences about yourself? You know, you just said you went through all these things and you were right to believe in yourself. If there was one characteristic or something that you thought was super different that you noticed that you are have developed in this area or have changed in this area, what what's the most obvious difference? The ability to be okay. It was okay to take what had happened back then and understand like the purpose going into like today. And I think it was being honest with myself and obtaining the vulnerability that I needed to know that I'm not alone in this fight. And there are people out there that suffer from a lot of the things that I suffer from. And that honesty, that genuine honesty is the difference I noticed in myself over the Because now when I say I love someone or I care about them, I understand what that means. And I understand that in order to get to that point, there's people and things I had to cut out of my life. So I've been a lot, it's been easier for me to say, hey, Jesus, it doesn't bring me any kind of nothing positive. Like my life off of being positive, moving with purpose, being proactive. It fit those three categories, then it wasn't for me. And that's kind of, that's what I feel as though the differences that I've noticed is I've been able to tell people, hey, I'm going to block you. Mm. Like, it's, uh, it's, you know how someone's like, you know, it's not, it's not you, it's me. It's not you, it, it's me. It's the opposite. It was, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> like, and I think too many times we don't, we don't tell people that. But it's like, because we're, we're afraid to, we don't want to hurt feelings and we don't want to tell them that the real reason we don't want them in our lives is because the negativity that they bring and what they add to your life is not a positive experience so we put it on us which leaves them unfulfilled and it leaves them uncorrected and that's one of the things seven years ago to today that's one of the big differences i refuse the close people in my life i refuse to have re i refuse to not have real conversations that don't result in me telling them how i feel because they deserve it. And they may need to figure out that, whoa, I've been doing this to everybody else too. And I didn't even know it. So wow. if they're close to me, it's not that I'm cutting people off, but I'm, I'm, I'm maintaining my focus and I'm blocking you from, basically I turn my do not disturb on in real life. Because you have to. Like we all need sleep. We all need to relax. We need stress-free environments. If I keep throwing myself into the fire, there are a few times I may come out unscathed, but for the most part, I'm going to get burned. And if you continue to get burned over and over and over, you eventually, what? You burn out. Yeah. And something I had to protect. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be vulnerable and honest with people. And the real people will understand it. People want to take, 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 like we talked about earlier. They'll never understand it, but it's not their job to understand it. My job is to inform them that you're taking away a positive moment in my life that I'll never get back. Like, cause what did we talk about in the last podcast? Time is the most expensive thing that we own. Yeah. And seven years ago, I wasted my time a lot. Now I don't. I don't go into meetings unless it's gonna benefit me or my company or the partner that I'm working with. 
like taking this podcast is a beautiful thing because I believe in what you do. I give my 100% full vulnerability, honest answers. And everything I answer on these questions are going to be real and raw because I choose to give my energy here. Right. I'm not going to jump on somebody else's podcast because, you know, nine times out of 10, they don't even have their stuff. And you want me to go jump on a podcast and take time out of my day that could be grinding and building the company when you're not putting that same amount of time in to grind and build your podcast. Makes no sense to me. So if we're, if I'm doing this and you're still right here and say I do a lap, right? And then I come right back down. I'm like, oh man, that person's still there. I give them that little bit of grace and mercy that you allow anybody, right? Because no one's perfect. And then you go right back around and they're right there. And then you start thinking, nah. You got you have to you have to throw on your your do not disturb for some people. Yeah. Yeah, that's really big. You said Yeah. I don't waste time anymore. Yeah. So good. Oh my goodness. Man, that's that's I think that's difficult. I think what you just said as far as sometimes men can take a lot of ownership for things that they didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and don't get me wrong, we all have things that we should be accountable for, but there's also things that I completely agree with you. We take inner, we take accountability for that we just didn't do. Um that's really really good so how do you feel like turning on do not disturb being that much more intentional with your time how do you feel like that affects the people uh around you you know you have a high sense of drive and what you see for your company what you see for yourself do you feel like that is oppressive to people around you how do you feel like that is received by people who care about you i think the people that truly care about me understand the fake people don't people that truly understand that I'm grinding, I can go a month without talk, talking to some of my closest friends. And they, when we do talk, it's like nothing happened. Time doesn't exist in friendship. That's, that's the beauty about it. Like when, when you're hanging out with someone you love and care about, think about it. What, what do you always say? Man, where'd the time go? Because you're not counting your minutes because you're in a, you're, you're in a place of love comfortability when i go over to my friend's house and this is how i use it okay and i'm, I'm going to answer your question but here when i go over to my friend's house joanna knows and that's my wife she started the business with me she knows who my real friends are just by how me falling asleep at their house and she's just like you only really like if you're tired because if i'm tired once the grind kind of stops and i sit down on a recliner or something i'm knocked okay but i won't fall asleep if i'm uncomfortable and just like when you fall asleep in your bed or your recline or where your your own home, like you don't you don't fall asleep unless you're comfortable. And so she was like, "Man, you tend to fall asleep at all your close friends' house. We'll go over there to hang out. You're on the couch just dozing off." And I was like, "Guard's completely down. I don't count the time. Yep, time doesn't matter. I'm with people that I love and care about. So the people to answer your question, the people that are in my life that know me and know that I truly." Do not mean any harm to what I'm saying or any frustration or any offense when I'm telling them I want to take care of me and my time. They get it. 
the takers and, and the and the abusers they they don't get. It. So I tell my team all the time when we're in the kitchen and we're grinding, I was like, hey, I'm a very boom, boom, boom. But when I'm in that kitchen, I move. And I move with purpose. It's those three Ps that um that I'll talk about uh, a little later. But like I'm moving with a purpose in life. And when you move with a purpose, everything else around you just slows down. And I tell my team, you guys, you better get right before you get left. And they're like, wait, does that mean you're going to, you know, let people go? I'm like, no, what I'm telling you is get right in your own life or you're going to be moving on. Everyone else is going to be moving on without you. And so that's kind of like, what are these people going to say to me? Like, what what can they say to me that's going to get to me is the question. Because in order for you to get mad at me or say anything, I have to be accessible to you. And the only people I'm accessible to are the people close around me. And that's what that difference was seven years ago to now. I don't put myself in situations where I care about the opinions of others that don't care about me. I believe in me. And those that truly believe in me, they don't envy me. If you ever have a friend that tells you, I envy you or I'm jealous of you, cut them off right away. They're not meant to be in your life. And people were saying, that's pretty harsh, but I'm like, true friends and true family don't envy you. They promote you. They hype you. They use your product. They listen to your product. They give you likes. They give you follows. They may not be able to give you money, but that one person that likes your content all the time, that shares your content all the time, but never ordered a thing from you, you want those people because that's their way of saying, look, I'm here. I may not be able to help in this way, but I can help in that way. So, you know, if I have somebody come up and tell me my, my, I've never had a close person tell me they envy me. Me? Of all people? Come on, man. We all can do exactly what I did. I just left a job and I started a company that was based off a need that people had. That's it. You shouldn't be jealous of that because you can do the same damn thing. All of my friends can. So that's kind of my high performance. Either people get it or they don't. Yeah. And if they don't get it, then it's not for them. Mm. That's kind of it's a it's a mean way to look because as men we we get this whole like if we're aggressive or we're assertive, especially as black men, if we're being real, we're aggressive or we're assertive, then it's like, oh man, this person is being you know, he's he's being mean, man. This dude, like, he's not a people person, but anybody that knows me knows my heart. They know how I care and how much I give back to them. I don't care about the opinion of others. Don't water me at the plant. Because without us getting water, bro, we can't grow either. But that's what our friends and our close ones are for. They're here to water us so that we can grow. And if you don't have those people around you and some people are spitting out nonsense, you're not going to grow as an individual. So why have them around? Bro, they're just bringing in sunlight that's just going to make dry out you know what i mean like so i i truly it sounds like it sounds like a dark move but i i don't care i don't because i'm gonna move how i'm gonna move like said either get right or you get left absolutely and i think that's the challenge right is 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 because society always wants you to be so palatable they want you to be so um especially as men just like you said so malleable you know you're and and i I don't i don't think that being overly rigid is is the way to be but 
I think you need to be very, very intentional. So what you're saying about, you know, understanding that I'm not for everybody. I exist to fulfill a certain purpose. And the people who know this, know this. I'm not here to gain the approval of just at anybody. That's just not even what I'm trying to do. And I think when you talk about, you know, going back to, to seven years ago, when you weren't holding proper boundaries and during the same amount of time when you're not holding back, back proper boundaries, you're also dealing with addiction and other issues too. So you're, you're manifesting the same improper amount of boundaries in a lot of other areas of your life. Then fast forward later when you're taking your time more seriously, when you're investing yourself emotionally, financially, spiritually in things that water you back. Now you have so much impact and a great big team and and are able to 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 create leaps and bounds worth of of momentum and progress all because you started to value you you know you are your time you know and the time that you spend with people so i think that's so so interesting and i think it's really great because i don't think again i feel like we're as men any and as and as black men too you're always pushed to be so palatable and non-threatening and non this and non because other people's because i think as men we can trigger other people's pain points pain points we didn't put there we carry a collective guilt or a collective shame based off of just being a man and so i feel like people expect us to constantly change how we act in order to facilitate how their trauma, their pain, which is interesting. So I want to switch into ego now. Uh, I want to talk about ego. Like, how would you define ego? And how do you feel like your ego affects the way that you move through life, the way that you move in business and in your personal spaces? Man, so... I'm glad we're talking about ego, right? Because I have one. Everyone everyone has an, has an ego, bro. But like my ego I'm learning is pretty big. But I balance my ego with that what we were talking about, that vulnerability and being able to say the reason that my ego is where it's at. Because if I don't trust my ego, bro, I wouldn't be here talking to you. Thanks for listening to Empower You Podcast. I want to take a second and tell you about a service I've been using that has literally changed my life. Akita Ricks, the founder of SawyerScore.com, helped me erase negative items on my credit score, provided me a clear path to improving my credit, and raised my score by 100 points in the first 90 days. Like, whoa. The best part about all of this is all I had to do was follow instructions. Now, if you're like me and you need a credit bestie, you need to click the link below and schedule your absolutely free discovery call today. Tell them Kidboy sent you believing in myself because people can say to their blue in the face well i don't really have an ego you're a liar and i know that sounds very harsh because i normally don't say that about people and i don't tell someone that they're, they're a liar but that that is a lie if you say you don't have an ego you are lying to yourself everyone has an ego, especially men like and i'm not saying that women can't have egos they do like i have friends i know they have egos anything you attach your name to Build, builds up something to where you don't want it to fail. Why don't yeah. you want it to fail? Your ego. Absolutely. No one wants to fail. No one wants to lose. You ever see somebody lose and be like, as a kid, maybe when you get older, it's like this, but as a kid, you lose and it's like, 
oh, that's okay. No, most kids are throwing stuff and you got to give them lessons on how losses can create wins in a long game. But you can't just throw a tantrum when you lose. But what allows us to be able to do that are our egos. We want to win. We want to be competitive. We are competitive by nature. Men and women, but especially men. We compete with each other without even knowing that we're competing with each other. So ego to me, I have ego, but my imposter syndrome keeps my ego from shining. And that's where I find my balance, which if anyone doesn't know imposter syndrome, it's basically you feeling as though everything you've accomplished in life is, is a fraud. And then you gonna wake up one day, they're going to knock on your door, but get away. Everything that you've accomplished in life is fake. Please give us a back. All these awards. Thank you. The world. <laughs> and no, when you break it down like that, it sounds crazy, but I've had my imposter syndrome most of my life. And that's my ego in check. I don't ever walk in the building and say, no, like I'm the I'm 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 the freaking you know, best. But if you see me in my kitchen, I will tell everybody step up to the plate and challenge me anything and lose. Cause you can't outcook me, you can't outchop me, you can't outboil me, you can't outsauté me, you can't outbake me, you can't outsteak me. <laughs> like I'm going to beat you at any and everything because I need to tell myself how good I am because the world constantly tells us we're pieces of crap. You're so and right. That, that's that ego part that kicks yeah. in. That's what feeds us when the world tells us you're nothing. And most of the time they tell us that because of our, our skin or because there's something else that we said or we, or we did or we didn't even know that we said or did. Like my wife is a feminist to the core. I consider myself a feminist because it's not just women can be feminists. Everyone can be feminists. My wife and I have had conversations before where she's like, you know, like she doesn't know when she wants to pick or choose to be a feminist. One second, it's like, I need you to be my husband, my lover, my friend, my therapist, my confidant, you know, my, my gossip buddy, all of these things. And we have to play all of these parts because the world is kind of romanticize what a man should be and we watch on tv and it's like you you see these men who are like oh and they, and they make these women feel like like that's what all men are and the truth is like we're not all like that we have feelings and emotions that we can't even we can't even fathom but if we start being giving into our feelings and emotion with trust and believe i do it 99 of the time i am an emotional guy i'm a vulnerable dude and i love hard and i trust hard with people around me but sometimes i have to manage that because the ego kicks in because other dudes are like he's soft he's soft and he's he's a he's feminine and then you're like starting to be like well what does that mean you know your ego kicked in no i ain't man what's up then like you know like you kind of have yeah, to bro. control the ego um a little bit so it's like when you talk about defining ego there's so much going into it and i hope i made sense through all of this but like and and, and i hope i didn't sound like i was bashing you know you know women at all because i know what they have to go through is it's tough like I, I tell people all the time like you know just because i'm sitting there talking about the struggles of men doesn't mean that i'm saying the struggles of women or anyone else is is lesser or we're superior to that 
I am simply having a conversation and saying, talking about these struggles and staying, you know, on topic. And I wanted to clarify that because I want any anyone that's listening, we tend to get into these, we get into our feelings sometimes. And like you said, their pain moment, like they, they're like, oh, he said something and it triggered me. But we don't look at the context of what someone said. And in reality, I'm not saying anything against women. I'm talking about my life as a man. Not a woe is me or we have it hard or we have it worse than anybody. It's basically stating that it is hard to be a man because you don't know what it looks like. I grew up with a mom, single mom, and a sister. We don't know what a man looks like because most of our lives they try to tell us a man should be this, a man should be this. Don't you cry, don't you show emotions. And then we have to grow up with that and then try to balance our emotions. And before you know it, we're sitting there crying and you know, never wanting to go to therapy or talk about our feelings because we can't even say a dog is cute. You know, like, <laughs> we can't even look at each other and be like, you know what, kid, boy, you're a handsome dude. And I, and I feel that 100%. You are a handsome yeah, dude. Said that around some other dudes, you'd be like, yo, that's feminine, bro. Or they'll use the G word or some things. Like, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> comfortable with ourselves that we can't give each other, you know, compliments, but then that's another <laughs> thing woven into this topic that you have with with ego and being being a man sometimes our egos don't shut up and let our hearts be like yo i feel like you're doing great things in your life kid way and i I appreciate everything you do you're a handsome dude you're doing great all these things and dudes would be like whoa 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 pause what's pause you just know the dude's handsome hey you know what i mean that's so interesting got to kind of shut down a little bit and be like, oh, no, I can't say this around so-and-so or do this. But overall, I know I just rambled a little bit, but like, you know, ego, we all have an ego. And uh, I try to keep mine quiet as much as possible. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting, man. That the, there's You said so many things that are so valid. You said that, you know, one, you know, ego is defined as, and I had to pull it up, is, is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. And that's so critical. You have to have ego. There has to be, um, you know, we put a lot of negative connotations around ego, especially for men. We put a lot of negative connotations around ego. But having a healthy sense of self-importance and self-worth is vital, you know? And so when you talk about one, you know, I know what I'm worth and I know who I am. I'm not going to let you challenge me out of knowing who I am. I'm not going to let you socially shame me out of knowing who I am. And my ego helps me protect that. And then you talked about imposter syndrome, which is this idea that you'll just never be good enough for the good things that happen in your life. And that's another really heavy emotional thing to have to keep on processing as you go through life, especially as a high performing man, because, you know, success is often villainized, especially when it comes to men. You know, when you have amassed a certain amount of, uh, of, of income, when your company is doing a certain amount, peep, the first thing people want to do is say that you're not who you used to be, or you're not a good person anymore, or they just find ways to try to diminish your accomplishments because again 
your sense of self-importance and your which which uh, ties to your purpose if you couldn't be who you are if you didn't believe your purpose was important and your purpose is a part of who you are so you have to have ego in order to fulfill your purpose because you have to prioritize it which means you have to think it's important um and so i think all of what you said is so good because as men i think we get trapped in a very very narrow span of emotions because we're not given the grace to be fully complex human beings even when people say oh well you should just be honest and transparent well i was honest and transparent to you and you didn't accept what i said you're you keep asking me to be transparent because you want a different answer from me and the answer that i gave you you don't feel like it's satisfactory i even you know and sometimes as men we can even live our answers you know, I got into uh, a, a weird situation where this young lady wanted me to be transparent about something. And I was like, I have been transparent. What do you mean? It was, well, you know, you didn't say this. I don't have to say that. I told you what I told you because I meant 1000% of that. I don't have to go. I don't have you. You're I'm not required to give you everything you want just because that's what you want. I was honest with you about who I am and where I am. That's all that I owe you. We're not in any type of like relationship or anything like that. And I feel like that small situation gave me a little bit of an insight on, and I started to do more reading and things like that because I realized just like you said that people often wants you to be what they want you to be and they don't and they want to pressure you into it by saying that you're this way or or, you know especially as black men you know we're we're villainized for just being you know for any number of reasons and we're told that we either have to we have to be one end of the spectrum or the other you're either a total jerk or you're this amazing they put you on a pedestal type of person and I think this is just society in general. But in reality, there's so many stages of life in between there. And you get to be as complicated as you want to be. And I think that's one of the things that I want, you know, uh, ladies who are listening to this, but then also men to understand as well. Bro, you get to be complicated. You get to figure it out and you get to take your time figuring it out. Just like, you know, we give other people time to to figure things out and we give a large amount of bandwidth to to ladies and, 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 and the emphasis on them being empowered, taking their own power back and being and, and having their own identity, which I think is vital and it's great. I, I grew up around ladies who did that all the time. So I don't think there's anything threatening about that. However, I also grew up knowing that there was a certain role that I had to play in order to be accepted, both in the church, in my household. There was a certain role that I had to play. And growing up, I I realized as, as, as as an adult, you know, that there are so many holes in that. I can't allow myself to stay in the shallow end of the pool just because it's easier for people to deal with just because it's you know I need to speak about things I need to investigate I need to go to therapy I may need to read more books on a certain topic you know what I mean because it frees you 
to realize what you talked about again earlier, you know, when you talked about seven years ago, when you had to realize I'm not the only one in this space and I can't be afraid to say, this is what I'm dealing with. This is where I'm at. And I need to learn more about this so that I can be better. And I think a lot of times we stop ourselves from being there. Um, and it's because of our fear of, of being judged, our fear of, of, of never being good enough, that imposter syndrome, you know what I'm saying? So success, um, is often, and I, and I would say that your company is successful, right? You know, you're doing really great things. You're building a team, you know, you've got all these secret projects you got going on, you know, which are incredible, um, you know, uh, so I would, I would say you've amassed a certain level of success way more than many of your competitors here in town in any demographic. Um, and they say success brings happiness. Do you feel like you're happier because of the success that you've had as a man? Do you feel like the, the, the conquering of this particular niche that you're in or this industry that you're in in this way is what is making you happy? Um, no. I mean, yes. It's a, that's a great question because a lot of people think success, when you're successful, you'll be happy. And it's not true. You'll be happy when you learn to love yourself. And I think a lot from people. You learn a lot from millionaires or these speakers who like, love yourself. And I, I can tell you right now, zero dollars in his account to doing the sales that we're doing now and my wife having her job and like we live a comfortable life from growing up south side of town and having nothing no matter in life though nothing changed happiness standpoint until i was able to focus on me now where i would say yes and no is because this business has allowed me to not work for anybody else but myself. Only people I answer to are my customers. Even that's then because I can only go so far as to pleasing them. So I answer to myself. Am I happy to where my, I'm happy where my business is. I'm happy for everyone around me, but I'm still working on true happiness for myself. Someone can walk in tomorrow and hand us a million dollar check. I don't, start going to the gym and working on myself like that but like you got to do that now hmm. money allows us to be able to do things that make me smile and get back to the community and support all the partnerships we want to support and for your podcast like things that we care about but does it make me happy no you can walk into my home and see that you know there are times where my wife and i we don't talk for like weeks and we, we talk, we live together, but we decided the end of last year, when we got here, we said, you do you, I'm gonna do me. And we'll meet in the middle when we both have tried to find this happiness. This doesn't mean we're out, just out wilding out or anything. What I mean is like, if you need therapy, we'll pay for it. If I need therapy, we'll pay for it. If I need to hit the gym, have all these gym memberships, we'll pay for it. Like, to me, what makes me happy is others happy. Long story short, like, yeah, this is the best. You also get family members. Bro, I'm not Jay-Z. I don't, I'm not, 
you know, we've, we've, we're so close and we're doing really well, like, but we're so close to like our, my goals of, I wanted to make a million dollars before I turned 35. And we're, and we're just about there. And it's, it's crazy. But like, I mean, we're not, we're not living in different houses. It's still the same house, the same office as before. <laughs> uh, not out here, you know, and no bins or anything. I still drive my Toyota Highlander. Uh, that's made up and that, you know, has 150,000 miles on it. You know, like there's nothing. We have a, we have a 1700 square foot house. It's a ranch. We live outside, outside of the, you know, city limits but by but at the end of the day like people like to think money and success makes you happy the money is good the money allows you to do a lot of the things that you want but nah man you're never going to be happy until you start focusing on the same moment that you talked about earlier and, and the things that made us who we are today you'll never be happy until you face you'll never be happy until you look that person in the face that hurt you and say, not here for no apology, but I just want to be here to tell you that you hurt and you faced them. You had a conversation with them, and that alone will take you feeling like weight just removed from your shoulder. And you're gonna start realizing, oh, if I confront a lot of the things that made me this person who's hard to love on the inside, then I want to give more love to everybody on the outside. But we're not the first to say that. I mean. You know, and we won't be the last to say that. But success, I can tell people right now, success is whatever you make. Yeah. If yeah. money is your motivator, then yeah, maybe that could be. But that there's a reason that people hit the lottery go broke. Absolutely, man. Buying all the stuff that they think is going to make them happy, and then realizing that was. And then also, you know, to to your point, which is so great. You know, you said you have to find what makes you happy. If your business doing well makes you happy, then yeah, you'll do. You're, doing well is gonna make you happy. But if having more time to go to the gym or to go to therapy or to read more books or to travel, it doesn't matter whether your business is doing well or not. If you're able to do those things more consistently and love on yourself in that way, you're accessing the same happiness that you're assuming all these other exterior things are going to do for you. And I think that's really, really important because for me, I think sometimes I crave and I, and I enjoy solitude. I enjoy, you know, running around, just doing my own thing. I enjoy traveling and not feeling like I have to constantly check in with people. I enjoy being as vibrant as I want to be as a, as a black man who is, you know, 31 years old. I don't want to have to babysit your feelings you know I don't want to have to you know constantly manage your expectations of me which I don't even have of you you know what I mean and I, I don't mean you per, per specifically I mean just like in general and I think that's one of the things that men often feel guilty about and I want any ladies to understand this as well as men your expectations of someone does not equal their happiness. You can expect someone to behave a certain way, but if those ways don't make them happy, it doesn't matter what you say or do. If they're not, at, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's really interesting to me. And I think happiness is such a complex thing. Um, and so is success. These terms are so subjective, you know. And so that's why I asked that question, because as someone who has, you know, uh, uh, well exceeded what most people will in their lifetime, you have a huge perspective on what that looks like from the low end right to the high end and so that's why I wanted to hear what you said and I think your answer was just so great you know it's like it you'll never find happiness until you learn how to love yourself and that is just that's like the quote from this podcast for sure last question what's the one thing that you want men to understand and and people who love men to understand uh, or, or to take away from this interview? We're, we're not all the same. I feel like we get lumped into this category of, you know, men, men are not, like it's what society creates of what men should be. And we're not the same. And I don't mean that on the outside. People can obviously tell we look different. But on the inside, we all have our pain that we're hiding. Behind a lot of men, there's a lot of pain. We don't get to talk about talk about our pain. It sounds as though we're trying to, like I said earlier, diminish someone else's pain, and that's not necessarily true. It's all about the intent. It's all it's all about who you're talking to, and and the vibe that they're giving off, and who they are as an individual. When you and I talk, I don't think anyone can misconstrue what we're saying and saying that we're bashing it. I think. What it comes down to is just knowing that we are not all the same. Like, bro, this this whole this toxic masculinity crap, like, is is reaching a point with me where it's just I don't care anymore. I don't care what you feel I say or do as an individual. I don't care anymore. You say that pink's not a great color to wear. I'll rock pink every day to the day that I die. You know, I rock, I rock rainbow Crocs in my kitchen to our catering events because that's kind of my signature thing. It's, I love them because I've always loved the color of the rainbow. But people come up to me and say, hey, bro, man, people might think you're gay if you wear the Crocs. And I'm like, what? Like, bro, you should see when people come up to me and say things. They're like, you know, hey, that's suspect or that's this and that's that. Bro, I look at them and I'm like, you know what? When I go home at, at, tonight and I lay my pillow down i want to assure you of something i don't give a damn about you what your opinions are <laughs> big facts on what what i wear what i do who i'm around any of that and i truly don't people think it's a joke when i look at them and i say i don't care but i'm telling you that whole being more vulnerable and being able to just tell people like this is who i am you're not going to get terrell and a lot of other people because a lot of other people are going to be different kidway you're different i'm different we're not the we're not the same. The only, we have a lot of things in common, but people can't think, oh, these guys are of the same mindset. They're the same individual. You have your trials and tribulations, just like I have mine. And I want people to understand that, and I want men to understand that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to one day be like, you know, I need a mental health day. Like we see suicide suicide rates through the roof. And because we've been bottling everything up and thinking that it's not okay to say that something's cute. 
It's not okay to be like, I have feelings. Because when we show our feelings, we're soft. And you get ridiculed too, bro. And you you get ridiculed. It's like, I don't want no soft men. It's by, by men and women. Men and women. Be like, man, you soft, man, bro. You gotta, you gotta grow some, you know, grow a pair or you know, as men, this is what men are supposed to. That's your opinion. Definition of a man. I don't look at a Webster dictionary to define who I am as a man. Myself in the mirror every single day, and I ask myself, "Who are you going to be today? Are you going to be somebody that moves with purpose, that's proactive, and that's positive, or are you going to be what the world deems you?" And that's how I walk out of my house. I don't care. I had somebody tell me. I was wearing, bro, I wear V-necks. I have a V-neck under here. I wear Nike hoodies, and I wear these pajama-looking pants and Crocs almost every day because I'm in the kitchen most of the time. Absolutely. And people will see my shoe collection and stuff like that, and they like, man, why aren't you out there stunting on anybody? Bro, like, you look like a bum all the time. And I'm just like, I don't. And it's so beautiful for me to say those three words. I don't care. Because I used to care. And I used to say I didn't care when I did care. I used to say, I don't care. And go home and cry. I used to say, I don't care. And I go home and feel some type of way and, and drink myself to sleep or, or you know, pop a pill to fall. So I know this is a long-winded answer, but to, to men, I tell them, like, any, we're different. We all have some kind of hurt we're dealing with. We all have someone that hurt us. Hurt people hurt people. And the more, and when you know better, you do better, right? So these people who hurt us, they may not be the same that they were 20, 30 years ago when they hurt us. Yeah. And they may be going for a reawakening to realize the generation that came before us, our parents, they're only raising us how they thought that they were supposed to raise us because how their parents raised them. And you got to get to a point where you're either going to continue the cycle or you're going to break the cycle. I just I'm not dealing with this anymore. I've told the people in my family, like who I who I'm close with, that this is who I am. I'm blunt. I will love you, but but people get that twisted because you're blunt or you're you're aggressive or you're assertive. That means you have no heart. I think it takes more heart to get to that point of being assertive and aggressive than it does the opposite. Because you have to care about yourself and block all of those things out to be able to tell somebody that they're hurting you. That takes so much heart to be able to do that. It takes more to defend an attack than it does to attack. Ooh. And that's what anybody, and this is coming from a guy who's done martial arts his whole life. To defend attack, an attack, think about a simple punch, right? In your brain, you're like, oh, you're just blocking a punch. No, 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 no. When I block a punch, I have to think about multiple things. Is there another punch coming from the left? Is there another punch coming to the right? Is there a kick coming from behind you? Thinking about the next move. When that person is simply throwing out a punch. When someone has a shield up and you're and you're watching uh, a, an old school battle on, on television, you see the person just swinging that axe. Ah! swinging a sword the person who's blocking not only has to block they have to parry they have to block in a sense that can push your sword away and plan their attack 
when I did Taekwondo growing up, like the blocks aren't as simple as, ah, I blocked you. You have to block and catch. You have to block and, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, counter. But it's never just blocking. So when you block your heart and you block out all of these words and the naysayers or whatnot, you know deep down in your heart that you're going to get flat. I, I, these are all my personal opinions. I think that it's harder to do that than it is to attack. It's harder to, because if you think about it, how many times do people put their put their foot in their mouth? How many times have people said some things and then they're like, I shouldn't have said Because it's easy to just blurt that stuff out. But if somebody attacks me, I give them a thoughtful response, which is harder to do than to haul off and just like, well, you can get the F on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I just think people need to realize that we're we're not the same. And whether you're a woman or a man, no matter who you are, just from human beings. Man, thank you so much for your time, bro. Um, how can people get involved? How can people uh, reach out to you? How can people get uh, uh, more of Terrell, more of Smile, more meal prep? What do they need to do? Man, just go to our website, place an order. If you want to order our food or if you want, you know, ever, now that COVID's kind of, you know, people are more comfortable, it feels lately. You know, I used to speak at a lot of high schools and events, so people can also book me for those type of things. Um, you can always go to our website for catering services as well as the meal prep. Uh, to get a hold of me, you can go to uh, Leslie at smilemoremealprep.com. Um, and then also, if you have just general questions about the business, support squad at smilemoremealprep.com. So we're, 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 our team, my team is easily accessible, but, um, I didn't throw out my email cause, um, that, that one is one of those things where like, I gotta, I gotta block, uh, <laughs> you know, gotta, that block up, bro. Like, yeah, you know, bro. which that's how people get, would get in touch with me. And if there's stuff that they want to do as far as like getting involved in the community or you're even looking for a job within our company, we have a team of 43 now. So, I mean, even than a job within a company. I mean, reach out to us. Like we'd be, we'd be happy to add people to our team. Right now, go to the show notes. You'll see a small more meal prep. The 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 links to go to their website, to go to um, their social media platforms. Go ahead and click the link. Uh, order yourself some food. Also, go ahead and leave a five star review and a rating for this episode. Um, and let us know how we're doing. Tell Terrell, thank you. Um, you guys don't understand all the things that go into, um, podcasting, into creating series. Um, and for some of you all who are interested, uh, you can obviously always follow Kibway, uh, underscore podcast guru or empower you podcast, especially for business owners. If you're looking to create something like what I'm doing here with the power you podcast, really simple. Just go to www.workwithkibwaycooper.com. Um, that'll be in the show notes. Um, and I'll give you a totally free case study and you can get, a, get started. Um, no questions asked. Um, and you can just kind of move forward. Um, so definitely go to small more meal prep. When I tell you these meals are amazing, they're delicious. And if you use the promo code empower, you actually will get uh, a discount on your first order. So don't want to miss uh, those savings. So on our way out, what's a if you have a thought exercise for us, man? 
uh, just a mindfulness practice as we move forward. It's Monday now. And so uh, we got a whole rest of the week. What's something that we can kind of do to help us uh, stay aware, stay mindful, embrace our differences and, 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 and be okay. So I was talking about the three P's earlier, right? And it's in our employee handbook. And these three P's help me to believe in me and to continue doing what I'm doing. And that's why we made the core values for our company. And that positivity, being positive, being proactive, and move purpose. So positivity, everyone knows what positivity is, you know, being more positive than you are negative. I'm telling you, if you wake up and decide to be a positive individual, it will change the game. It will change your life. You will walk out the door, tell yourself that nobody is going to affect the way that you feel because you're not going to let them. Because naturally, we get into negative feelings because we allow people to get in our head and change where you walk out of the door I'm not going to let anybody get to me we have that choice someone doesn't just get to you get, get to you because they press their button, press your buttons and you allow them to get to you but if you base it off of a principle of positivity which I know it sounds cheesy but you're more likely to succeed than if you walk out of the door and say it is what it is and I'm going to take it as, it as it as it comes yeah you can do that or you can walk into meetings and walk into you know your job and whatnot but you know it's never be positive and people will know there may be people that try to kill that but that's why we move on to the next you know the which is being proactive a lot of the times we let the negativity affect us because we're being reactive we let stuff happen and then even if we knew it was going to happen like come on you know the person that you work with you don't really like or whether it's your or someone in your life that gives you pain and trauma like, you know that so being proactive about it would be, you know, with anything, knowing going into it, like, yo, this is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to walk up to my boss and I'm going to say, is there anything else you'd like me to do today? Instead of waiting for stuff to happen. Anyone that just waits, waits and sees, or I'm going to wait and I'm going to pray and wait. I'm just going to wait to see what's going to happen in my life. You know, I'm not, I'm not a praying individual, but I can tell you right now, if I sat here and just prayed for a million dollars, it's not going to show up tomorrow. No. It's it's you got to be proactive. How are you going to get that million dollars? And I'll tell I'll tell people right now. I can, I can't teach you how to be the next big billionaire mogul because I'm not there yet. But I can teach you how to turn your your business within you know how to make you know over half a million in sales within your first couple of years in business. I can teach you that. I can teach you how to make a million dollars in three years because that's what we're on pace to do. I can teach that. But you got to be proactive and you can't wait for things to come to you or the world to just give you things all the time. Get off your butt and go do something. Mm. And I'm the same way. I'm not telling you something that I'm not telling myself. These are things that is why there are core values because they're down to the core. And the last thing is moving with purpose. A lot of the times we move just to move. You wake up, you go to work, you, you eat your lunch. Maybe it's a bologna sandwich. Anybody that know about a bologna sandwich? Bologna <laughs> with some craft cheese. Oh, boy. And if you got the potato chips on that mug, bro, it was a vacation. Yes, sir. You, know, you go and you eat lunch and then you go home and, and you, 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 you eat your dinner or you go to the gym. Whatever it is that you're doing, there's a difference between just doing it and doing it. I do everything I have in my life, I do with a purpose. 
because I know there's something out there that's bigger. I go into the kitchen to be the best person I can be because my purpose is to get out of there. My purpose is to get out of there and go change the world. So if I do that, and if you do that, you can go in your job and be like, you can move with purpose. People around you feel it. They look at you like, man, this person is destined for something else. You're moving with a person, you know what you're doing in life. You know what you're being called to do in life. And that's when you believe in yourself and go back and tell yourself seven years later, I was right to believe in me because I had a purpose in life. I knew I had a purpose. I don't know what that purpose was, but I had a purpose. And for me, it wasn't working at Purdue the rest of my life. Wasn't clocking in and clocking out of work the rest of my life. No siree, I couldn't do it. And I knew at a young age, I was not going to do that. I was going to be somebody. And it's still, I want to be somebody. I still see myself as a nobody, which that, that imposter syndrome. But my point in all of this is if you're moving with a purpose, there's not one person that can stop you. Period. No excuse. No system rigged, this, this, that. Like, I am a black kid from the south side of town who literally used to drink water out of Tupperware bowls because we didn't have dishes. And now I'm living a life where I can give back to people because I knew that there was more for me in life. And no matter what you're going through, what you're doing, who said you weren't enough, that purpose that I'm talking about, bro, it by all of that it's that blocker you just that, that vision of where you're going in life and all those people that try to come in when you were talking about earlier the negative or people bumps they're just bouncing off quick they're just bouncing off because you have a purpose to get to that goal. and so that's that's what i would leave everybody. the three mile more in my life which is positivity being proactive and moving purpose that's There's incredible. nothing like a person with purpose, bro. I'm telling you. If you ain't got no purpose in life, you're not really knowing what it is that you're doing. Holler at me. Uh, holler at me when you get to that. Then we're just time. Yeah. That. Wow. That's amazing, man. Positivity, proactivity, and purpose. That is so good. Mm-mm-mm. All right, y'all. You know what to do. Get those five stars and those reviews out. Go to Small More Meal Prep and order. And if you are interested in having Terrell come in and speak at your high school or for your organization, um, I'll provide the email for that. Um, and uh, you guys can connect with him and, and have him come in and breathe life into you guys the way he did on this episode. So thank you so much for listening to Empower You Podcast. I will talk to you guys a little bit later. Peace. Thanks for listening to Empower You Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review this episode because we would love to hear your takeaways from this discussion. And it helps us reach more listeners just like you. If you'd like daily audio video clips from the podcast, you can find Empower You Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon.